Yeah, I know you have you have time. Is that a real fire or is that the fake fire? That's a real fire. My house is That's slowly burning fire. down, but I'm gonna address that later. We're gonna focus on this. Okay, because I there's a lot. Is this a fake? Is this a background? No, it's real. Sure. I I remember those chairs. Just in a different. Welcome home. to the Finicky Podcast. I'm your loving commish, and today. Just for your last-minute waiver advice, we have the nastiest guest alive. Nasty, nasty Andrew Lyle. Lyle, you're here. It's true. Nasty. Uh, no other introduction is necessary. Just just nasty. That's, that's just what, nasty. That's what the finicky people know. That's all my children know. I feel like uh, it's going to be it's, <laughs> it's a sad life for nasty, as everyone will always know him as nasty. Do you... I mean, it's been a while since we've had our finicky hangouts when you're on the East Coast. Do, does Has the nasty reputation continued under the East no. Coast? No, and actually, people out here have started calling me Andy. Whoa. Which has really thrown everyone for a loop. Not even a Lyle, not even Andrew. It's, it's Andy. I don't know yeah, if I like that. that I don't recognize him, Julian. I look in the mirror, I don't see Andy. <laughs> you shouldn't. Um, this is because you're nasty. And so this is yeah. the, um, you know, it's it's Tuesday. Uh, night where you're at, middle of the day where I am. We're both drinking because whatever. And we are, uh, we're on the precipice of yet another fab waivers day. What do you think about the new waiver system? I mean, I like it, but I still got to come around to it. I'll be honest. I'm used to the old fashioned way of doing things, but this does allow access to Everyone, everyone has a shot at getting players, and it does require a little more research, a little more finesse in actually going after the guys you want, who you need for your team, rather than just Steph and Bottom claiming the best people every week because that's how it was. That's true. And Derrige with his 4 a.m. ads just laying, presumably how I assume is he's he has the same couch from the Sweeney Mansion, and he's just every morning <laughs> leaning back, looking up, and doing his waiver ads. That's how I see him yeah. still to this day. I feel like that is accurate. Did I tell you, after the pod yesterday, or not yesterday, last time we did the pod, Derrige was on it. He, um, I guess the time before the time before, he is now like an executive, like highest level possible butler. What? Yes. That's amazing. It is. I was he really was like, why we should have talked about he... that the entire time. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like we're we're taking a turn here. I this know. Is a, so that I mean, really, now the idea. I know that. I mean, we really maybe for an anniversary or something for Finicky, we should probably head back to Vegas when things calm down, pandemic wise, and maybe have our our now our executive insider in Vegas show us the real ropes. I think that's a brilliant idea. Also, and also, I think we need to sidebar on 2023. Snake had the best update ever. I I think that's where we do the draft, not <laughs> next year, but the following year. You're talking about the uh, the Mariners All Star, the Seattle All Star game. Yeah, I'm sold. That's exactly what I'm talking about. All right, that would be brilliant. bring 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 it all home. Bring it home, guys. We've planned everything for years in advance, just like we usually do. Um, but for now, uh, it is it is waiver week. Uh, I'm sure everyone is going to listen to this immediately, and it'll be uh, late at night. And Andrew Bottom will be saying, "Guys, what do I do? Who 
who do I get for waivers? Who's available? Uh, what, what do you see on the waiver wire that doesn't give away, obviously, who you're going after directly? I mean, I have to remain hush-hush about some of the things that I'm going to do. Um, but I got to say there are some QBs that I think have been playing well and deserve to be probably taking a peek at. There's uh, a I lot of injuries. There four games I was watching ESPN, and they said the four QBs went down. So, I mean, I know I'm one of those people looking after looking at QBs, but you can't. You can't sleep on the Giants, and you can't sleep on Daniel Jones. That's right. $100 for Daniel Jones. That's probably the price it's going to be. A, there's going to be a, a lot of takers on there. Really excited to see how much Zach McKee puts down for Daniel Jones. Very thrilled. <laughs> well, I think that was on uh, – I don't know if that was in the thread or a podcast, but I, there was that. <laughs> I feel like Zach, in a former life, was married to either Christian McCaffrey <laughs> or Daniel Jones. And now they are still attached. That's right. The 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 fastest uh, man in the earth. Uh, but yeah, I also you know, I am someone who likes both Matt Stafford. I won't double back on the pod from last week, but I also like Goff. And I yeah. mean, he didn't look great yesterday, but I think in Detroit there's a shot for him. He's got. I mean, he's the guy there. He's no one's no one's getting in his way. Um, it's there true. are a lot the of teams. We start 20 quarterbacks in our league, and for the most part, I think the, there's probably only about 25 teams that have reliable quarterbacks this year, which makes it unique. you got a lot of guys who might get benched. Yeah. You've got the Texans, whatever the hell's going on there. Um, yeah, it's an interesting year for quarterbacks, and uh, we will see uh, what happens on the wire this week because, yeah, there'll be a bit of a feeding frenzy there. Um, and I don't think anyone's looking for uh, Tua's backup. <laughs> Or, or to play, what, Jacob Eason. I don't think anyone wants those two, so. Yeah, well, what, Jacoby Brissett, is that? Yeah. To, I don't even know. He may not even end up starting. I'm hoping he doesn't. But frankly, I don't know what I'm hoping for with Tua. I think that was one of our prompts as well. We'll get to Aaron Rodgers and Tua down the road. That's right. Uh, uh, but, yeah, as far, as far as quarterbacks go, I would, I would look there. Otherwise, position players, to be honest, I— Cordero Patterson is projected for think... nine points. A wide receiver turned running back at 30 years who? age is now projected for nine points on the Falcons. That's a lot. Who are you talking? Who? Uh... Cordero Patterson. He was actually, okay. he was, I believe, the first round pick that the Seahawks, we just traded the pick, not the player, for Percy Harvin. We did. We did. And that's Cordero Patterson. He's finally, he's finally found his way. I have had him in previous years when he was with the Minnesota Vikings, and he he didn't do too bad. Really? He didn't do too bad. He I, again, I won zero green jackets, but he was all right. <laughs> <laughs> he he didn't propel me to the championship like I thought he would. Um, but no, I feel like there's better better selections than Cordell Patterson. I just noticed he was projected for the most. So, but you know, a hundred bucks on Daniel Jones, 50 bucks on Cordell Patterson. And I think you've really just energy boosted your entire, your entire roster. We, I did drop AJ green. So let the feeding frenzy begin. Ooh, that's right. Uh, AJ green is out there. I mean, I feel like Emmanuel Sanders would be a better option for, for uh, a wide receiver. A lot or, of familiar names. A lot of familiar. I was looking at the free agent. I wanted to see what the budgets are for everybody. 
and it's um, no one spent anything. Uh, I've spent a dollar. We've got two hundred dollars this year. I think Zach has the least money at one hundred and seventy-four dollars. So anyone can spend whatever they want. Please spend your fab. Doesn't make any sense. It do, you can't keep it when the season's over. It's true. Doesn't roll over. Doesn't carry over. No, this there's no PPO. rollover points or anything like that. Okay, um, let's go to week two impressions. Um, damn it, I'm still not very let me, good. At let this. me get I'm the notes. Play the lightning noise. There it is. Week two impressions. Um, we've seen two weeks of NFL football. What do you know after watching two weeks of football, Andrew Lyle? What do you know? Well, I will say. What I do know is that the Seahawks are still the best team in the NFC West, yet <laughs> they're in last place. Oh. I know that. Oh, you're jumping to things. We were gonna, we'll were we talk about the entire NFC okay, West in depth. Other than that. We'll do the NFC West um, in depth. It deserves it. What else do you know? Okay, fair enough. Uh, well, I would say everything else in the NFC looks about right. Um, surprised at Green Bay but I know they're better than what we saw yesterday in the first half and from week one. And I think we got a glimpse of the future or a glimpse of the rest of the season in, in the second half. Well, if this is what you um, know, if you're this confident in what you know about Aaron Rodgers, I feel like everybody else is 50, 50 on Aaron Rodgers. If you know something about Aaron Rodgers, I think now's the time to tell us. Okay. Well, this is the thing about Aaron Rodgers, even in, at his worst, which was pretty, pretty horrible. Pretty fucking bad. Uh, in week one, uh, getting benched, he, for me, he didn't lose. He didn't lose my matchup. Lord knows he tried. Uh, <laughs> he, he almost got me there, um, but I was still able to get out unscathed. For the Packers, he came out of that game was like, "Hey, I'm not gonna. I don't want to minimize it, but we got a lot more weeks." And yesterday he played a solid game. There were a few miscues that I think. Had a, he been playing a better team, they would have capitalized on Aaron throws, uh, dropped interception. There were a couple plays that I think could have gone worse. But all in all, that's what you would expect from Are you Green saying the worst is behind you now and that it's all yeah. MVP Aaron Rodgers from here on out? Aaron Rodgers is vanilla ice cream. His personality is anything but. But when it comes to to playing football, you can count on this man to show up and be a fucking ice cream. Just like vanilla like, ice cream. I love just it. Just like vanilla ice cream. Well, it's, if you're confident in Aaron Rodgers, I, I don't have any positive I knows. I have I know Big Ben and Matty Ice are fucking done. Those guys okay. don't have it anymore. This you is, honestly think... Yep. Two weeks ago, you, this you you have Atlanta. Why are you saying this? Oh, thing? I bought so much Atlanta. Oh my God, I bought so much Atlanta because I, I wasn't buying Matt Ryan. I was buying Arthur Smith and what he did for Ryan Tannehill. Um, but I, I think I had it wrong. I think Ryan Tannehill had just escaped Adam Gase in Miami, and I think that was the difference. It had very little to do with Arthur Smith. He just got lucky to get the same way that the Panthers are now looking great with Sam Darnold. Like Once a quarterback gets out from underneath the Jets – and Adam Gase, like, then you, oh, then well, then all of a sudden mean, you get a comeback season. But I thought well, he was going to somehow make Matt Ryan good. Carolina has a great O-line. That's why Darnold looks great. It's not like Darnold was going to do an amazing thing for the Jets. 
The Jets just don't have. We had Adam Gase. He was oppressed. Weapons. They're he a was good oppressed team. from the dictator that is Adam Gase. And now he's free. Okay. That's true. Big Ben and looks look, so look old. Matty Ice looks so old. They just, they don't have, they don't have it anymore. I think this is their final season. This is their goodbye. Goodbye. Well, I, I think it's, it's done pretty much. Yep. I don't think they're going to make any splashes in the NFC South. Those two are done. Um, we'll see Dwayne Haskins and whoever that... I don't think Matty Ice will get benched. I think he's just done. I wouldn't be surprised if Big Ben gets benched. Um, Big Bench. That's going to be his new nickname. And, uh, Big Bench. Big Name bench. So I think those two are done. The Steelers are finding a way. I don't think the Falcons will find a way. And um, I do think they'll still make some noise on offense, hopefully, because I, again, bought a lot of Falcons stock. But... I think that those two quarterbacks are done. And then as for teams as a whole who are done, the Texans, the Bengals, and the Jets are going to be top five draft picks. I mean that, again, that's par for the course. Do you, you really think Pittsburgh's going to find a way? I think, I think organizationally, the West, they the will. Division I don't think Big Ben's even healthy enough the last season, but I think they got Dwayne Haskins for a reason. I think they're going to they're gonna eke out eight and nine or whatever. And, and some are going to run big Ben into the ground. And they then he, he is, right he looks so awkward and uncomfortable and unhealthy. He just looks, he like does that weird, like, Oh, I'm not hurt. Like weird jog down the, like I'm just skipping. Cause I'm feeling so good. Every drive. And he doesn't even get tackled. He uh-huh. just does that. He's right. He made a first down. They ran the ball and he'll hobble down. Just throwing the ball hurts. He reminds me of like, I don't know if he spent all his money, but it reminds me when players just stick around too long because they had a horrific gambling problem. Like, uh, I just, I don't understand what's going on there. He needs to, he needs to quit. He's not going to be, he's not going to be like an announcer. No one wants to hear big Ben speak. I think this is the end of big Ben. As we know. Well, then who rises in that division? You think Cleveland? This is Cleveland's year? This is Cleveland's year. Yeah. Because oh the Bengals God. are toast. It's it's Cleveland's year. Wow. Finally, well, Chubb and the Ravens, Baker Mayfield right? are going to... Is the Ravens in that division? Yeah. 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 So the Ravens, probably. But the Ravens are the... Are, I mean, they've had so many injuries. I don't know if they're ever going to really... I don't know. They could beat the Chiefs. I guess they could be whoever. But uh, that might be the best that we see the Ravens play all year. Uh, I, I do think that it's Cleveland just has the depth as long as everyone, I mean, there's, they're even losing, but they just lost Jarvis Landry. So I guess it's all yeah. up in the air. A lot of defenses, a lot of really great defenses in that division. Um, all right. So we're off, let's focus on the NFC West because we care about the NFC West so much. I mean, everyone but Stephanie cares so much about the NFC West. Um, like we said, almost undefeated the entire F- NFC West with the exception of the Seahawks, which now puts it at the bottom of Three the minutes. division. Um, Kyler, let's start with Cardinals since they've been, uh, making a lot of noise. Kyler looks, he is the finicky quarterback. Number one looks like MVP. They play the Jags. Is this, is this for real? Well, no. And actually Kyler is the one that I would sell out of all. Ooh. I want to trust him. I don't think he's going to be able to make it all, make it through a season. He's just not there as a healthy reliable QB yet. Sorry, Zach. I know Zach's, Zach's on it, but I mean, I think he's going to do a great job. Obviously, he can beat some great teams. But I, I love don't the sell. See... I love selling Kyler. I mean, I don't think anyone... I mean, the trade would be 
that would be a blockbuster trade. But uh, I mean, for finicky, that's obviously the Cardinals aren't going to. Um, I do think that they play the Jags and then they play the, the real their first real team of the year in the Rams. Um, but I'm going to honestly have to look at their schedule. They start but. to play NFC West teams eventually, and that's when it starts to get real. But I mean, I obviously was not. I I counted the Cardinals as the worst team, and um, I think I'm gonna have to die on this hill. I think I'm gonna have to say I still think Cliff is garbage. I think Kyler is keeping the team alive with with running around. I think they've got a lot of old guys who always look really good at the start of the year, but by the time you get to Week 12, half of them are in medical tents. Uh, I am with you on selling Kyler and the Cardinals as a whole. Yeah, well, and that's, I want to start out on the NFC West, start on the bottom. And I think it's Arizona, uh, which I like Kyler Murray. I like his style of play. He, I feel like I have Kyler Murray light in Tua on my squad, but obviously we saw what happened with him. Yeah. Uh, I think LA looks, if Stafford can really run with it, LA could be the biggest hurdle for us, for the Seahawks. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, the, the Rams had kind of a, I feel like they're starting to feel losing their coordinators a little bit. Their defense, they've got the same players, but yet they don't look as aggressive. They don't look like, they kind of remind me of the Seahawks. They're very much like, you catch the ball and then I hit you really hard. Like, bend, don't break. I don't get it. Um, I don't know yeah. if the Rams are going to be the same team they were last year. And that's not because of Stafford. That's just because... I think they lost all their coordinators. And like we saw in the Saints game, when they tried to play without any coordinators, it makes a difference if you have yeah. your coordinators or not. So I think this, the Rams are coming down to earth there. And I think San Francisco also has had two games where they haven't looked spectacular the entire time. And I think that's because they I have never really loved the Shanahan head coach. Everyone loves the Shanahan offense. And I honestly, I still don't see it. They've had a lot of bad seasons with Shanahan. They had one really good one. Um, yeah. I'm not buying San Francisco either. I mean, yeah, the Seahawks don't look great now. Uh, we are the worst in the NFC West. Um, we were up by 15 points against the Colts. Or no, not against, against the... Uh, the Titans. The Titans. And we couldn't win. We're like... We're like 52 and 0 when we're like up by 15, and yet we couldn't throw to the tight end. We couldn't run the ball. I haven't seen DK Metcalf for most of the two games. Um, yeah, I'm so bummed. So bummed. Well, I think that also is like we haven't heard Kittle. Kittle has not been running away the way that he should be the reliable tight end one that we expect. Yeah. The same way DK has it. That, and that's what's kind of scary about San Fran is I feel like if Garoppolo were to get into a groove with some of his Debo Samuel, if that continues, yeah. they, they, they can make a great run. Are you saying as fantasy you would buy, you'd buy low is on Kittle and DK? Of, is it a buy low right that? now? If it, For fantasy, would you buy low on DK and, and Kittle right now? As someone who has DK, I am sitting on him. Oh, I yeah. might go for Kittle. So you're not going to take my trade offer is what you're saying. All right. I'm not. Kittle, 100%. If someone is willing to trade Kittle, because Kittle's at the, he's a tight end. There's so much want for that right now. Well, People I don't want to take five points for a tight end to be stoked. I don't ever want to blame Chris Carson. I think Chris Carson's actually a really good running back and he was phenomenal. But I will say, Alex but, Collins had one carry for 25 yards and he never saw the field again. He does look faster than Chris Carson. Chris Carson wow. is a bruiser, he's a crazy athlete. Alex Collins is faster too. and 
we didn't we didn't bring him out again. I thought that was so bum. Uh, just we could not run the ball and we weren't willing to be flexible. I don't know. Maybe Shane Waldron's brilliant. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's still figuring it out. I just I hated the second half of that football game for a lot of reasons. There, very <sighs> little to enjoy. I've let it out. All right, we are now moving on to finicky highlights. We're gonna do projections of week three. Let's uh, let's start. I mean, honestly, week two we had three two hundred point teams. It was a good bounce back for Snake. Wild, wild consistency so far from Zach and Bottom. Bottom at 270 points in week two. Do you got anything to say about that? I, I do. And I'm not going to lie. This could be my hottest take of all. Bottom, I think his team, ha- he has the potential to be a clear runaway favorite for the championship if, if the, his team performs this way. Because, I mean, obviously, what, Graham Gano scored 40 Two points. 42 points. Like and doesn't he also have Bobby Wagner, who I think also had 41 points? I have Bobby, I have Bobby Wagner. You have Bobby but Wagner. It not matter because points. I was playing Snake, who had a trillion points, too. Good lord. Uh, yeah, let's see. Let's see. Bottom what... does have Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, and Aaron Jones. And those guys could theoretically put up 30 points each a game. That's true. Jalen Hurts and is it, it paying would out. Be crazy. So with three guys, he could get 90, 90 points. Every week, he could score 200 points. That's right. If they play up. He has uh, Roquan Smith, who got 29 points because he had a pick six. 34 They're, points, Aaron Jones. 21 points, Jalen Hurts. 27 points, Lamar Jackson. Uh, and he has 26 points of Kirk Cousins on the bench. If you're bottom, do you explore trading Kirk Cousins right now? Probably. I think this is the time for bottom to move out, get some... I think pick some safety guys up, grab grab a safety valve, uh, just in case if you lose one of your quarterbacks, God forbid, you want someone better than Kirk Cousins, or load up on the running back, get right. someone else. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I love it. I think he could even trade. I mean, he probably wouldn't trade one to Derrige, who's 0-2, but Derrige needs a replacement for Ben Roethlisberger. I'm looking at their matchup. We got bottom versus Derrige. Bottom is projected to win by 15 without touching anything. Um, you know, Bottom has two of the top three tight ends right now. Does he? He has TJ Hawkinson and Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> That's unbelievable. And I think he's had Gronkowski on his bench this whole time. Of, of all, last night, Hawkinson looked like the one saving grace for the Detroit Lions. And yeah, I'm telling you, bottom. If his team plays well, not even great, mm-hmm. he runs away with this thing. Well, you know, we, we, we did... have too much DJ more butt. <laughs> We're gonna have to dial down more butts. I was, I was so surprised he changed his, his name to DJ More Butts. And honestly, I think it's everyone's favorite name. And it is. Well, it's good. You just gotta lean into it. It's um, been a big TJ Shockinson to us all to have him <laughs> leading the league. Um, all right. I'm looking at his bench. Um, I mean, yeah, Bottom's got two IR people on his bench, but I guess it doesn't matter because he's just waiting because his his starting lineup needs no adjustment. Whereas yeah. I'm looking at Derjane, he's got probably waiver help needs all over the place with AJ Dillon, Ben Roethlisberger, Brandon Ayuk, Will Fuller, Zach Wilson, Tevin Coleman. I don't think any of those guys are keepable. Um, 
I mean, we don't need a Mariners Astros Rivera trade situation where they trade right before they play each other. This seems terrible. And a I think Darge, I would foresee Darge going hard at the waivers this week and making some changes. But even then, Andrew Bottom had 270 points last week, so I'm I'm not going to bet against him. I'm going Andrew Bottom for the win. What do you think? Uh, yeah, and I mean, even some of these advantages that that Darge has with some of these players. I mean, Saquon Barkley against Aaron. Jo- I still see Aaron Jones. Right. The way their offense is just set up and where they found success, that man is is going to be uh, gold this year. I, it it would seem. Sunday night football. Um, Appreciate sure it. All right, bottom for the win. We are calling it. Um, next up, we've got Zach McKee versus Christopher Antez. Zach McKee projected for a healthy 177 points before waivers. Um, what do you see here? I mean, again, it's. Kyler Murray, Christian McCaffrey, how well are they going to play? I, I trust Christian will, will score big, but I don't think Kyler's I, – I, mean, I, I am not – Are you looking I at who they're against? I, here's the thing. I may not be buying Kyler season long, and McCaffrey is pretty great, but it's Christian McCaffrey on a short week against the Houston Texans, and it's Kyler Murray against Jacksonville. It's true. It's That's, true. That's a dream I'm matchup. I'm not saying that Tez is going to sweep through. I'm trying to add, <laughs> you know, a little bit of, I want to keep it copacetic. I'm not. I'm saying, I mean, I think Zach does run away with this. I think Joe Burrow gets devastated by Pittsburgh. <laughs> I, 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 I don't. You go player by player. You can see Joe Burrow. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor is going to get smothered by Tennessee because they're going to say, oh, Jacob Eason, you go ahead and win the game. Um, Tyson Williams, I think he's got a good chance, but he's also sharing that backfield with a, a roster of famous names. James Robinson hasn't had a carry within the 20 yard line all season. Yeah, uh, I don't see. Oh man. Yeah. I don't love, Andrew I don't even love... Who, I, I, what's going to happen with, uh, with Pittsburgh. I think their defense is going to keep them in games. I I think Roethlisberger is going to be asked to do less, and it's going to be. But that's what I mean. If you have Juju Smith-Schuster, I don't see him scoring a ton of points. I I see him. Yeah. And Tyreek Hill has not actually had a lot of production yet. Maybe he's due. Maybe he's due. And that's just it. He could be due. I think Russell Wilson. I think the Russell Russell and Tyler Lockett. That's been pretty nice so far. I hate it, but. But I then again, Ron, Rondale Moore against Jacksonville. The, the Kyler Murray Rondale Moore stack might even be a thing. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I know. Also, let's just note that Zach is. I'm probably going to change this up, but after spending big money on Elijah Missile, uh, he's not using him. He's not. He's keeping the missile in down in the silo. He's not going to launch. He's not ready for launch. <laughs> Oh my god! Sounds like a big penis uh, joke. It's all it yeah. Like. I I would go with Zach if I'm choosing. I will. I I will say it'll probably be Zach. Hundred percent agree. Zach wins. Congrats, Zach. You did it. All right. Let's go on to Bliss versus JP. We've got Benjamin Bliss, zero and two, big loser against uh, John Paul Morrell, who is. Well, you could say one point away from being undefeated and also one point away from being one and one. 
but hey, he's one in a time. You know what? That's something else we need to address. What? I feel like I need to have a daily podcast uh, <laughs> with Michael Barbaro to go over what exactly is the issue with the tackle scoring and why, Julian, why? Corruption watch. These points seem to be so <laughs> fluid. In a game I, I couldn't so rig that scoring if I wanted to. Did you see what I tried? I, Do you see what happened when I tried to do the schedule? Father of the year, Jillian, you are a capable man, and I think you want to play stupid. You want <laughs> us to believe that you can't. And I want to rub it in all your faces with a weekly podcast. That, that sounds, yes. like, sounds like something. As I've you been. have done for years now. For years now. Um, all right, so uh, JP's projected to win healthily, but again, this is pre-waivers. Um, what's the problem with Ben Bliss's team? Uh, I mean... Bliss's team is better than it has been in the past. Uh, but there are, I mean, being New Orleans heavy can be problematic. You have Jameis and Kamara, a great stack, allegedly. I don't think anyone expected Jameis Winston to play as well as he has, and he hasn't even played that great. Um, but yeah, there's nothing that really stands out. Najee Harris and George Kittle, but Kittle has yet to, to show up too. I yeah. think if that changes, it could be a, a that could be a make or break for Bliss and mm-hmm. put him over the top. But he would need everyone else to to show up. Also, I mean, looking at his lineup, he does have Jarvis Landry in there still, and and uh, he he went like, hard think- on the Browns. No one's gone harder. He got Baker, he got Odell, and he got Jarvis. Um, he maybe he swaps in. Maybe he aborts the Jameis versus New England. I would. Um, yeah, but they, he, yeah, he's only playing one one Brown currently. Yeah, and you know he wants to play more. Uh, Robbie Anderson hasn't delivered. Uh, Marquise Brown has done really well. We'll see how this goes. Uh, Denver versus the Jets. Maybe you'll get a lot of Brandon McManus. Well, way, to be fair, JP last week, both of these teams picked Bliss to possibly move on to the championship. Perhaps that, even causing yet another jinx. That's true. That's right. This was Ben Bliss's championship year. Year. Uh, I think it's a bad year to bet on Saints and Texans. Um, and it seems, and may, maybe not Br- Browns for like fantasy reasons, but it seems Ben Bliss did a lot of that. And then JP, well, and then JP needs to figure out his Matt Ryan situation. I don't know what he does there. Bliss is going. I mean, the 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 Saints are going against New England, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. England is not the powerhouse it used to be, and, and the Saints are coming off. Let me let know. me throw this at you. JP spends hard on Daniel Jones, and then he has his Daniel Jones Kenny Galladay stack just like he planned all along. Whoa! Wacky. What a, the alchemist has returned. <laughs> all right. I think we're I'm on JP for this one. What do you think? I think it's gonna be a lot closer than it is. And you know what? I'm going bliss. I'm going bliss. Jesus. All right. Split decision. That's wacky. Okay. Um, well, we'll, Kittle, we'll baby. let's talk you and me. Cause the next, we, we do have a game of the week. So for now we'll talk you and me right now. You are projected to win considerably. Why am I projected so low? What's going on here? Oh, it's because they haven't projected Justin Fields to play yet. Uh, if Justin <laughs> Fields plays, he will hopefully get more than 0.5 points, which is what he's currently projected for. Um, (laughs) I'm hoping Justin Fields, I've been, 
this Trevor Lawrence situation is, uh, yes, it was avoidable. And yeah, maybe it was like a drunken investment, but I really pushed my chips in hard. I wanted him to the most successful college quarterback and the most successful college coach to really make it work. It's not so far. Um, and you've got a hole with Tua. So what's going on? Yeah, well, again, I think it's going to be me, JP, and uh, and Derage going going for uh, going for old Daniel Jones. <laughs> uh, it's a sad day on the waiver wire. Oh, scary though. I might have to go against Daniel Jones. The yeah. s- old speedy legs. Yeah, it's a shame I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he'll he'll be ten of twenty two with two interceptions, but he will have one hundred and forty yards rushing. So. I think the wild card on this is Amari Cooper. If he plays, he can, I mean, he's got 30 points one week, three points the next. Well, and, but what plays into it is Dallas is already down a receiver. I think if he can play, I think he's going to force her. What is it? Hurt ribs again? Yeah. Just like Tua, it's these guys, it's going to be pain tolerance. And if they can play, they will. All right. Sold. Uh, Tua, I, Tua, I doubt. I think he he's going to be a doubtful. I think Amari is going to be a cue up until Monday night, which is horrible for me um, because then if he doesn't play, I'm kind of screwed. Here's a question. But, Are you going to play? And you know, you, you can lie to me if you want. I, Cause I'm looking at it. Fournette versus Gaskin. I love I Gaskin you guys to start about the last season. Uh, I don't know if I trust anyone on Miami. It's hard. And their offense outside of Tua just yet. Yeah. I don't blame you. A lot of uh, lot of talent, but doesn't seem to. Well, Burnett spe- has been he has been vetted. Uh, I know that he could score a lot and he could play great. Miles Gaskin, I think he had four points last week. Uh, before that, I think he had like. Well, yeah. The if the if Miami doesn't work, it doesn't work for Gaskin. Well, I'll still be waiting to see if Trey Sermon can fix his brain and maybe he can play football. I'm assuming you pick you and I pick me. And, yeah, um, but it's going to be worse than 138 to 160. You'll be lucky to get 130, Julian. Oh, thank you for that. All right, we are moving All on right. to the game of the week. Stephanie Tucker versus Jacob Moore. Clash of the Titans. Both these people have put up nearly 200 points in a week. Um, I mean, what what's going to happen here? Tom Brady, you couldn't ask for more. Josh Allen has had one good week, one bad week, and Derrick Henry the same. Uh, I I would say without if Bottoms' team wasn't potentially like right now looks like they're gonna he would sweep a championship. It would be Snake's team. They they are good. I think it's the same thing. If if Brady Henry. And Josh Allen all show up. It's you would have to hope every single other player didn't. And with Latavius, you just have too many guys on there that could really do a lot of damage. Well, this game looks to me like it comes down to basically one game for Snake, which is uh, Bucks and Rams, because he's got Tom Brady, David Montgomery, Cooper Cup, and that. Tyler Higby, um, and, and the Bucks coach. with Stafford. Yeah. Um, I think I if, that, see, if that's a low-scoring game, this could be tough for him. But I doubt it's going to be a low-scoring game. Both of those teams, I mean, they're, they're going to be airing out. It's I I believe it will be a lot. Uh, it will be a high-scoring affair. I'm wondering if you'll use what? the Antonio Brown stack. Who knows? 
but then, I mean, look, Mahomes and Prescott. Ooh, Kareem Hunt going back to those Browns. Stephanie's got to stop starting Ronald Jones and start using Henry Ruggs or Sterling Shepard or fucking Derek Carr. Derek Carr has been airing it out constantly, but I guess she's got, oh, wow, she's got a quarterback problem. Mahomes, Prescott, Derek Carr. She should be shopping Derek Carr. And she and should get rid of Todd Gurley. He's not on a football team. Yeah, there, there, there is that. You, she could pick up someone who could uh, help her team. But I mean, at this point, she doesn't really need it any help. It says zero yards already. Good. It says Why zero yards under Why Todd Gurley's name. <laughs> it already knows Todd Gurley can't get any yards because he's not on a football team. Like, what are you holding on to? But you have, like... You have some decent receivers on your bench. What, me? I'm looking at my Aguilar. team. What are you looking at my team for? I'm looking at 12th Manning. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Nelson Aguilar, I mean, I they've, I don't know. McCole Hart. Uh, I mean, yeah, Sterling Shepard and Henry Ruggs, I think, are can put up points. Especially Look at since Daniel Jones Hard is in. Ruggs. She's got to get rid of Jones. Probably get rid of Melvin and probably start. She's got to. She, she's got to start her her aces. She's got to start Henry. She's got to start Sterling. She's got to trade Derek Carr to whoever doesn't get Daniel Jones. I mean, looking at the opponents this week. I mean, I am high on the Rams right now, so I think even that I, knowing that and knowing the game against Tampa Bay is going to be. High score. I I think I have to go go with Jake. Yeah, I think Stephanie has potential, but there's a lot of holes on this team. Not, to, I mean, and there's not. There are some holes on Snakes. Uh, Henderson might not play. Murray is who knows. Higby hasn't scored yet. There's lots of room for zeros on both these teams. Jalen Waddle was a fun play, but now we'll That's see. That's true. But even if Higby doesn't score, it's the thing about tight ends. He's he's going. I, it doesn't matter. The, I guess. Can Steph Travis Kelsey and Mahomes save Stephanie for a th- again? Uh, I'll probably pick Snake as well. Snake is what well. Snake wins. Snake, yay. Good job, Snake. We, we all love you. We do all love All right. Well, this was a pretty pretty healthy lineup do you got anything we're gonna start the exit music do you have any uh any other hot takes any other hot takes other than the julian manipulating points conspiracy theory that i'm gonna outside of that one outside of that not a lot but i will say bottom bottom steam something's gonna have to happen or else we're all gonna be chasing the bottom for the rest of the season how much does Zach spend on Daniel Jones? Hopefully not as much as me. But uh... <laughs> this is going to be super great when he does or doesn't get him either way overpays or doesn't There's get him the next morning. Have 90 points, double digit points remaining and Daniel Jones. <laughs> and then Daniel Jones will get hurt. <laughs> In the what? first quarter with zero points. Giants quarterback getting hurt? Never. Um, well, I am excited to see. I think this is when coaching starts to show up. Everyone's got a lot of tape on offenses. Uh, hopefully the, the familiar names of good coaches start to show up and uh, maybe Arthur Smith can get it together. But I think I'm just hoping we'll see. I th- the Seahawks could have a tough time with the Vikings. 
I think that I mean the Vikings are a good team. I think well, they will. They need to win. Uh, but to be fair, the Seahawks. I think that it's on the road, but I think they can win. All right, Seahawks for the win. Fingers crossed. And as for everything else, this has been the Finicky Podcast. Snake, thanks for making it so extra nasty. I missed you. I missed you, Musk. I, I miss you too. I am uh, keeping it nasty over in New York. So someday, someday I'll make it back. Maybe before the All Star Game in 2023.